What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, we will be discussing water and specifically two parts of it. So this episode will be broken up into two parts, starting off with physical properties of water and ending off with chemical properties of water. Let's get right into it. We're going to start off the um, physical properties of water with water pressure and specifically Pascal's principle, which states pressure applied to fluid in a closed container is equally transmitted to all parts of the fluid and the container. So this is discussing water pressure. And one thing to remember is that it is not a downward weight but rather a squeeze of all the water around because the um the force is equally distributed to um all parts of the water. Um there are several issues with this associated with scuba diving. Specifically coming up too fast can cause bubble in your veins, which is very painful and deadly. And blood does dissolve more air with pressure, so it can make it more difficult to breathe. Water also does have an extremely high heat capacity. Um, it, it has the highest heat capacity out of basically almost all normal substances. And overall, it, it takes a very long time for water to heat. It heats very slowly and does not change temperature fast. Um, it has more heat than most things um, at the same temp, so it does, does heat more. And it releases heat very slowly too, so it does can provide a constant source of heat at night. Another interesting property of water is actually buoyancy. I'm sure many people have gone to the coast or to a lake and seen a very large ship um, floating and wondered how does all that weight um, stay floating. And this is actually because of another principle called Archimedes principle, which states the buoyant force is equal to the weight of displaced water. So basically what that means is that the weight of the ship must be equal to the amount of water it displaces for it to float. Um, an example of this would be putting, putting a bottle in water. And if the bottle does actually push down less weight into the water, then it does, it is able to float. But if the top of the bottle is heavier than the amount of water it displaces, it will actually sink. And the final part of water properties we are going to discuss pertaining to the physical aspects is Bernoulli's principle, which basically states the pressure of a fluid decreases as the fluid's velocity does increase. So you may be wondering um, what are examples of this? One is actually how an airplane flies. Since it does apply to both liquids and g gases, we can use an airplane as an example. And airplane wings are designed that the air will flow faster on the top of the wing than underneath it, which is what it allows it allows it to fly. Um, so overall, we've discussed that how water properties do work, how water pressure works, the heat capacity of water, um, how buoyancy works, and how Bernoulli's principle works. So now we will be discussing the chemical properties of water. Alright, and now we will be discussing the chemical properties of water, starting off with its polarity. Um, water is neutral, but since the O atom is larger than the H atom, um, electrons do spend their time uh, near the oxygen. So this gives water um, a slight overall charge, which is called polarity. Um, and this polarity does allow for hydrogen bonding, which is the reason that water has such high surface tension. Um, because of water's polarity, it is also known as the universal solvent, being able to dissolve a lot of things which are polar. 
but this does not apply to things like gas or oil because they do not have polar ends that stick to water molecules. Water uniquely is also able to dissolve oxygen, which is the oxygen that fish need, not the um, H, not the O and H2O. Um, it's actually oxygen from the air that goes into the water, which the fish require. And things that do affect this oxygen being dissolved in the water are wind and water movements. The more water movement does cause more O2 to get in. And the amount of things living in the water can affect the amount of oxygen that does get in because animals do use it up. And one specific thing that you should also remember is that cold water can dissolve more oxygen than hot water. Overall, those are most of the physical and chemical aspects I will be covering today for water. And so this is going to be the end of the episode, but we will be having one more episode, which is on weather and climate. So I'll see you guys there.